What is going on guys, my name is Sander and in this podcast episode I'd like to talk about supplements and nutrition that help you to study better. So this is a very controversial topic and most people talking about this are not either certified, I've studied it, or just go off books they've read, which are mostly written by people who don't know much about the uh, subject. Uh, why do I say that, right? So personally I study nutrition, right? And I don't mean just in my free time, I'm doing my bachelor's degree. I'm almost finished with my bachelor's degree to be a registered dietitian. And afterwards, I'm planning on doing a master's degree, obviously, uh, within the nutrition field, right? So I know quite a bit about nutrition, if I'd like to say so myself, right? And I see a lot of information out there and a lot of it is just misleading, honestly. Like, there's a lot about low carb, high fat, this and that you should not eat carbs before you study you should eat carbs before you study you should take zinc and magnesium because it helps your neural pathways so you can study better Uh, you need to be well hydrated Uh, all these uh, things that they put out there and I'd like to talk about some of those and basically bust the myth here and make sure that you understand the basic principles right so first let's dive into to the myths right there's a bunch of myths uh, and, and yes, right, some of these things I'm about to say are maybe true, right? They might be true in a scientific way, but I'm talking for a practical point of view here. So, um, right, for example, if we take the supplement creatine, right? Creatine is a supplement that I personally take and it's used by people who, uh, who do sports. And what it does is it helps you to create more phosphate, like the phosphate mule- molecule from uh, the, the, the supplement you take, it binds to um, ADP, which then forms ATP, and ATP is the main source of energy for your body, right? So technically what it does is it helps you make or create, synthesize energy, right? Uh, but that's not to say that, right, so if you feel tired, just take creatine and you'll be fine, because that's not what creatine does, right? Creatine is first of all stored in the muscles. Um, second of all, it works for short duration, intense bursts of power. For example, hitting a three rep max on the bench press. It's not gonna help you to study 15 minutes longer. And it's by extrapolating specific amounts of information from a specific source that is gonna give you an idea of something which is misleading, right? So there's some people who claim, right, so you have those carbs, the highs and the lows, right? So if you eat carbs and then a couple minutes later, maybe like 30 minutes later, you might feel uh, what is called a carb coma, right? You're tired, you're a little bit, your mind is a little bit foggy. So some people say, right, you should not eat carbs because your mind is gonna be foggy. You shouldn't eat, you should fast so you don't have that crash, right? But then again, if you're fasting, then you're probably gonna be hungry. And if you're hungry, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not getting me able to study properly because you're constantly food focused, right? So you have to find that sweet spot. You have to find the balance. So you might say, right, let's just do low carb then, or let's just do a low carbohydrate meal before I study. But there's also studies that show that carbs are very good before studying, right? Because they enhance your focus, right? So which side are we on? What are we gonna believe? Well, here's my advice, right? You just try for yourself because no matter what study they do, no matter how many studies they do, what they say, what a book talks about, the main point being is that because every research paper is based on statistics, it is impossible to choose one person 
and say something about it. Statistics is always about a group, about 100 people, about 10 people, about five people, about 5,000 people, 5 million people. Uh, they can say an average, but you can't say an average of one, right? You can't take an average of me, I'm just me, right? You can take an average of all the meals I ate, all the times I was able to focus, but you can't take, take an average of one because that's just the same as the average, right? So what I'm trying to say here is that because everything is based on large groups, you don't know if you fall within that group. And that's why they use a uh, confidence interval, mostly of 95% or 99%. Uh, but there's still always that one or 5% chance that you are not within that group. So if they have that bell curve that you've probably seen before with like 2.5%, like something percent, something percent, and then it's like the whole, and that covers 95% of the population, right? Given, that they use that, that means that 5% within this specific example is not within the range, right? So you might be way, way lower than the bottom 2.5% or way higher than the top 2.5%, meaning that you might respond significantly worse to a high carbohydrate meal before studying uh, than your significant other does, right? You don't know that. And that's what I'm saying that you have to try for yourself to see how this works. And second of all, the second thing that I wanna get into is that you should stop worrying about what supplement is gonna make you study better and instead maybe use that time to actually study because there's no such thing as a magic pill that's gonna help you focus better. Right, if you have some form of autism, maybe you have ADHD, maybe you have some neuro disease and you need some specific medication which is gonna help you focus and you can take a pill which is gonna calm your nervous system so you're not gonna be looking around all day so you can calm down, relax a little and that's gonna help you study because you're practically just sat down and you're relaxed. Well then by all means use that, right? But stop looking for vitamin B6 to help you study because what they do out there is they say, right, vitamin B6, it helps to, uh, it's bound to proteins, it helps you to create energy. So. Most people think, right, create energy. So the more vitamin B6 I have, the better. But that's not true. Obviously, there is also the, the whole story of toxicity. When does it become toxic to have too much vitamin B6? And on top of that, there's it doesn't work like that. It's energy. It's like metabolizing energy to be able to move, to be able for your heart to pump. It's not as in caffeine where you feel a jolt of energy because you can now focus intensely, right? And it's in these differences, right? that there's a lot of room for errors, friction, mistakes, because I can claim anything I want if I can just base it on given facts. For example, magnesium helps you to calm your muscles. All oh, right, so you have muscle issues, just take magnesium. That doesn't work, right? Because if the person is already sufficient in its magnesium intake, then it's not gonna change much, right? It's just gonna hire the magnesium, you're gonna take in more magnesium, and the counterbalancing uh, mineral in this case is neglected and you might run into issues of oh right you have a too high magnesium and therefore you have a so and so low this and this and that right so it's very easy to say just up this but then what's going to happen to the other side right that's also something to take into account so leaning on supplements to improve your studying habits is in my opinion a very stupid thing to do. Like you can you can calculate the amount of carbs in a meal before you study. You can go ahead and do all that. You can go try and figure out your insulin sensitivity response ratio to things. You can go f go ahead and figure that all out, and you'll figure it all out. You're right. I can only eat 20 grams of carbs before a meal. 
But at the end of the day, most of it is all mental because you're thinking I can't study if I have more than 20 grams of carbs, for example. And then you eat a salad once or you eat, eat a muffin once and it's like 30 grams of carbs and you're sitting there and you'll think I can't study because I had too many carbs. But that's bullshit because if you think about it, you can eat five bananas, four pancakes, sit down and study. Right, that session might not be the best, but how are you so sure that it's the diet that changed the studying session and not maybe the lack of sleep, uh, just your overall focus of that day, your distraction levels. Maybe you just had a, went through a breakup. Maybe you just had a fight with your parents. Uh, maybe the weather is amazing outside and you have to sit inside and study. Maybe you're depressed a little, maybe sleep deprived, dehydrated, and you're sitting there, right, it's because of the carbs, right? You're just picking out one variable and just acting like everything else doesn't impact the same thing that you're doing. So I'm saying if all these variables are impacting the same thing, then why just focus on one? Why not just focus on increasing your studying time, maybe increasing your productivity, maybe making sure that you're a better studier overall instead of trying to waste your time buying supplements because one is expensive as well, right? So you go ahead, buy all these supplements, you're focusing on your diet, but maybe you should just first fix your sleep schedule because if you're only sleeping five hours a night, then what do you expect vitamin B6 to do? What do you expect magnesium to do? Like it's not gonna do much, it's just a supplement, right? It's just, just for your diet, for your overall health. It's not caffeine that you take a shot off and then get extreme focus. And even with caffeine supplements, you have to ask yourself, is this really gonna help me? Because that crash afterwards is also gonna basically render me useless for a couple hours. And then I could have used that time to study. So the question now is for you, is it worth it? And that's it for this week's episode of the Productivity Corner Podcast. I'd like to thank you guys for watching. I'll catch you guys next week, 7 p.m. GMT plus one, and I'll see you guys there.